Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. There are so many people that they don't even know what skill they can offer because a lot of us don't really introspect. We don't take the time to really think about our strengths and weaknesses. We just like, yeah, I kind of like know how to do that, but I'm not really good at it. But if you're being honest with yourself, you probably have a bunch of skills here and there that you can help people with. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Now, if you've ever wanted to quit your job and start a business, this episode is for you. After graduating with a degree in early childhood education and teaching kindergarten for a year, Demi Bernice found the stress of the out-of-classroom paperwork, right? All the stuff that teachers have to do outside of the classroom, which I know because my wife's a teacher, and she had a long commute. Both of those things were actually making her sick every month. So she quit her job and eventually started freelancing, earning far more money than when she was a teacher. So with a desire to help other Filipino freelancers, she launched something called the Create and Rise Academy. It's an online training platform where thousands of freelancers are learning how to charge more and work less. Now, Demi Bernice in the Philippines is an absolute rock star. And so I am very honored to have her on the show. And we're honored to have her as a brand ambassador for Rise Up Creatives. This is our new online resource where we're helping business owners create beautiful, engaging social media in just five minutes a day. Now, if you're not familiar with Rise Up Creatives, you can check it out at riseupcreatives.com. Now, before we jump into this interview with Demi, I also wanted to ask you, will you help us grow this show? Meaning... We want more people to be aware of Inspiration Rising as an incredible resource. We have over 180 episodes of inspiring interviews with female business owners and entrepreneurs and leaders, and I believe that Inspiration Rising is a tremendous source of not only inspiration, but training. And so we want more people to experience it. So two options. One, you could just open up your phone right now and text a friend and tell them, hey, I've been listening to this podcast called Inspiration Rising. You should check it out. Tell them to open up their favorite podcast app, search Inspiration Rising, click subscribe, boom, and start listening. Or a second option is take out your phone, 
take a screenshot of this episode and then post it on social media. And then be sure to tag us at Inspo Rising. That's where you can find us on all social media platforms is Inspo Rising. All right. And then once we see that, we will be sure to reshare it. All right. Let's jump into this inspiring conversation with Demi Bernice. Well, Demi, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it's awesome. Thanks for getting up early on the other side of the globe. I know it's not too early, 9 a.m., but maybe it's a little early for you. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about your journey um, from being a kindergarten teacher to freelancing and now this online business empire that you have developed. Um, my wife's a kindergarten teacher right now. I don't see her switching to being an online business empire, empire-s. Um, but I, I want to hear your journey. <laughs> so I started as a freelancing person. I used to freelance quite a bit. A lot of 90% of my income is really into freelancing back in the day. And it was an ex- inter- interesting, pretty much interesting journey because I did not know what I was doing. I know very well that I know how to do a little bit of graphic design, but it was it was just pretty mediocre, I would say. I was only using Canva.com. I didn't really have any background in graphic design. I do have a little bit of background in terms of art, but it's it just wouldn't work. It's like completely different because it's digital. So that was also the time wherein um, I quit my kindergarten teaching job because I found that teaching wasn't just for me. Uh, I taught for a year for kindergarten students and I was just in the field and was telling myself, like, this is not where I see myself in the next four or five years. <laughs> Completely not the the setting that I would want for myself. And no offense they, to teachers out there. But it's... Up? Do they tie you up and hold you down or something? Or what happened? No. <laughs> it was more of like, it's not really the kids. Um, the kids are fine. You can definitely manage them. And they're very sweet and kind. It's like, You would actually want to go there every single day because of the kids, but it's more of like the environment, um, the paperwork in itself was crazy because I have two uh, advisory classes, which means it's like times two the paperwork. So the usual teacher here in the Philippines will only have one advisory class and there's just like one set of students that she's going to handle. But in my case, I handled two, which was crazy because uh, I just got out of college as in like fresh out of college and I already had like two advisory classes with me so that didn't work well and I was a two-hour drive away from the city I was commuting with a bus um, bus every single day as in 4 30 a.m I should already be out of the house had to take a bus and then had to to take a jeepney after that so it's a bus and then a jeepney and then a two-hour ride it's just crazy um yeah and then after after the work I still had to do paperwork and then sometimes I bring my paperwork at home and same thing if there if, if it takes two hours to go there it also takes two hours to go back and sometimes it will go up to three to four hours just because the traffic here in the city is extremely crazy. So you can only imagine when I go back home, it's like, I'm dead tired. 
I don't even eat dinner anymore. I don't hang out with my family anymore. It's just crazy. Sometimes the paperwork that I bring to, to my house is not even taken care of because I'm just super tired when I arrive. So the stress was there. I get um, fever every single month. I'm not sure what, what's the equivalent of this in Fahrenheit, but I get like 40 degrees Celsius of fever every single month. Like just, you know, hey, it's like monthly fever again. <laughs> I'm ready I'm to quit right to now. It. Yeah, exactly. So that was the struggle. And I just told myself that I'm going to quit my kindergarten teaching job because I was wishing to pursue becoming an author back in the day. So it was super easy to be an author, apparently, because um, I have a couple of stories to share. And my then boyfriend, now fiance, was publishing books on Amazon. And so he had, he knows something, you know, like I already have the knowledge to publish it. But apparently, quitting your job with no safety net, with nothing in your bank account is not a good idea. <laughs> So I, I quit my kindergarten teaching job and tried to pursue becoming an author, not knowing that, you know, publishing would actually take time. And it's not like a blink of an eye. I have to do editing, writing the manuscript, having it, you know, done, book covers and all that. And even the marketing for that book is going to take months and months and months before I can even get my first paycheck. And I did not know that. I was just like, yeah, I want to be an author. Go, let's do this. But that didn't really work well. So um, then I was creating my very own book cover for one of my books back in the day. And my my boyfriend was telling me like, hey, why don't you, why don't you do this? Or why don't you offer this book cover services to other people who might be needing book covers? And I was like, right? That's a really good idea. Maybe I can try that. So I did that. And I went to fiverr.com. That's where I had my very first freelancing gig. And then when the freelancing didn't really work, because I was relying too much on this middleman or these freelancing sites that took charge of my freelancing business, that didn't really work for me. I tried to find other ways because I was already delayed in rent. So I got two delayed in rent that I I owed like to through the US um to US people it's actually not that much to owe a thousand dollars to to your landlady or an apartment, but that was a lot to me. Um I didn't know where to get that because I didn't have a job, had nothing. And it was crazy also because the landlady of the apartment was already knocking on the door every single day and asking me like, hey, when are you going to uh, pay your rent? Like you already are three months late. And I'm actually, you know, the more I think about it as we speak, it's like, yeah, I'm actually thankful for her for not kicking me out right away <laughs> because I was already three months late in rent. My electricity is not also paid. So it's, it was crazy. I didn't know where to get that. And even if let's say, hey, you should probably ask your mom or your fiance for money and then you could have paid your apartment rent and whatnot. But and why didn't you? Um, yeah, my fiance actually didn't have a job also back in the day. So we were both extremely jobless. And then my mom and I didn't have a really good relationship mm. at 
that time, because I just quit my kindergarten teaching job, imagine, you know, you're pursuing this career that your parents wanted for you. And they already imagined you to be like this professional teacher, yada, yada. And like, you're a licensed person, you're a licensed professional, and you just, you know, for, uh, taking your license for granted. So Ruin it all. Yeah, um, it was ruined your life. Yeah. Burn the bridges down. <laughs> Burn all the bridges down for me. Um, yeah. So there was that because I, I just really wanted freedom. And I told myself that I can't imagine being an office, being in an office, or I can't even imagine being in a classroom anymore. It's like, yeah, I would like to teach, but probably in a different way, kind of. I was even thinking to myself, like, maybe teaching university would be a good idea. But even that would probably be stressful to me. So, yeah, there's that. And then um, going back to when I found out that I should probably take charge of my freelancing business and not rely to these freelancing sites, I came across a lot of um, writers group. So there are a lot of Facebook groups for writers. And at that time, I saw it as a place where I can connect with people who are also writing their books. But at the same time, with the book cover service being in my mind, I thought, this is actually a good place where I can promote myself or at least talk to people and um, promote my freelancing service or my book cover service to them. And that was where I got my first two clients. And back in the day, I was only offering $5 per book cover, which is apparently very small. Now that I think about it, it's like, ooh. $5? I was like, <laughs> yeah, five bucks for, for just eight hours of work, basically. That's oh how crazy it was. Um, it was, I didn't know how to price myself. I know the value of what I was giving these people. How many years and ago was this? I, I talked to my, this was 2017. So yeah, 2017 is when I, I got my first client in, in freelancing. And um, I told my fiance about it and he was like saying like five bucks is very small for that. Like you should probably increase it a little and increase it. And then um, when you get a little bit more confident, you can increase it again. And so that's what I did. Uh, I got my, I had my fiance, he was then my boyfriend, we're, we're just engaged like this year, um, no, uh, 2020 rather. And he was, he was there along the way, just telling me, you know, like changing my perspective and my mindset along the way, because growing up in a country wherein we're like poverty line, a lot of us don't even get, you know, we don't even get to the success where I am right now, I would say. And that's also one of my mission is to help them go through that. So it was crazy the the person the change of perspective from a person who's extremely scared of putting myself out there and extremely scared of judgments. Up until this day, I'm still scared of judgments, but I used to cry a lot, and now I don't even cry. <laughs> I don't remember the last time that I cried, honestly. So. Yeah, there's that. There's that journey. Um, I found a lot of my clients on Facebook groups, and I was able to pay that debt that I had in the apartment. And I was also able to move out from that place. 
uh, got into a nicer condominium unit because that 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 one that I rented was an apartment and it barely had anything. It was just like a bed and a dining table, air conditioned room. That's it. <laughs> so I moved to a nicer place. And when I moved is when everything changed for me. That place where I moved that the specific condominium unit was where I got a visual representation of abundance. Everyone there was this wealthy and I was like, this is an awesome life. I want this to continue. What do I need to do to keep this going? And so that's when I hustled further. I got more clients and everyone was just asking me like, how are you doing this, this stuff that you're doing now? And so I started sharing it with other people until to the point wherein I wanted to produce a couple of videos for these people and published it on my Facebook page. And then ever since then, we started running ads. And then the ads just kind of like made it all blow up. And people resonated with the message that I have. Um, and people wanted it for themselves too. And I can see that. It's like, like when when I go to gatherings or reunions with my friends and colleagues, it's like everyone's telling me like, I really want what you have. And I get it because it's like, when I talk to them, they always say, I hate my job. I want to quit my job. I don't like my life. And I have, I know what it takes. Like, I know what it takes for them to get to where I am. And I'm very much willing to share that knowledge to them. So I got into coaching after that. I realized that there were so there was a lot of need for what I know. And so I started publishing videos and started running ads and a Later on, I started publishing a course also because it's not it wasn't working in a financial sense wherein um, I could I could do more freelancing work, which could make me a lot more money. And then I'm making these free videos. So in a financial matter, it didn't really work. So I had to charge for it instead of making it for free. And there's there's the people. <laughs> the page that I have now is where everything happens. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for giving us a bit of a background. I know you mentioned a little bit of the challenge of your family. Um, you mentioned your mom not necessarily being happy as you were transitioning from your kindergarten teacher to freelancing. Um, I, and that's not a... Um, you know, that's not an uncommon thing. A lot of parents get nervous for their kids as they're maybe jettisoning their parents' dream for something that they dream. Um, how did yeah. you navigate that for your, you know, with your relationship with your mom? Like, what was she concerned about? How did you deal with that? Are you guys on better terms now? Like, tell us a little bit about that. So initially, my mom was extremely shocked um, because I left the house. It's not common here in the Philippines to, you only leave the house when you're go, getting married, basically. That's how it is here. And um, it was an apparent shock to her because I just told her that I'm leaving and I'm quitting my job. So it's like, not, it's not even just about the career, but it's like de completely detaching myself from the family that we had. So it was an extreme shock for her and for, I think I would say it was four to six months that we did, did not have any type of communication mm. because 
she was just not into it. Like she didn't understand what freelancing was. She didn't understand why I was burning the bridges down and just taking my license for, for, for granted. So um, I didn't communicate with her. She didn't want to communicate with me. And I was like trying to be at peace with her and communicated with her like, hey, it's going to be fine. You know, I can manage myself. But yeah, it didn't really work well. I was guilting myself for the for that four to six months. I was like telling myself like, hey, I'm an extremely bad daughter for leaving the house. I'm, ex- and I'm an extremely bad daughter for just taking my license for granted. And I cried, I bawled my eyes out every single night just because of that guilt feeling. And of course, my my boyfriend was there, my fiance was there to tell me that, you know, like, it's not really a bad thing when you are leaving for the betterment of yourself, for your growth, and for your family's growth, it's actually good. It's not bad at all. You know, like, he was trying to make me understand that, hey, in the US, like everyone leaves when they're 18, like it has to, (laughs) it has to happen. It's not like something new, but um, apparently, you know, culture difference. So I had to talk to my mom about it more. Um, I just basically in that four to six months, it was more of like a challenge for me than it is for my family. I think I don't, I don't basically know what happened to them in that four to six months. But it was more of like an emotional challenge for me because I had to stop guilting myself that it was a very bad idea or I was a bad daughter for leaving the house. And um, it took me a while to get through that. My fiance would always tell me this story again and again. It's like, it took you a long time to even get over that. <laughs> like, um, yeah, there was that. And then I think that the reason why my mom communicated back to me was that was a time when I was already doing well in freelancing. I had to prove myself and my mom wrong that, you know, this is not just some sort of gig. It's actually a business that I can run and I'm responsible for it and I can do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And it, it was a good idea, I think, because if it was, if I did, um got delayed in my rent for three months and I had to communicate with her then it was an easy way out you know so I think that her not communicating with me was actually a blessing in disguise it was a super extreme shift it was a huge pivot so I would consider it a blessing Mm -hmm. and to this day, she's she's awesome. She's more supportive than ever. Um, she's actually super excited. She's also very proud of what I have achieved. So whatever that was in year 2017 is already, you know, gone and it's already in the past. So we're in pretty much pretty good terms now. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier to be supportive when you've been very successful then, you know, people get it and can kind of jump on the bandwagon and go, yeah, look at this. Good job. I knew you could do it. (laughs) I believed in you all the time. Great job. That too. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I do have people that I don't even know. And then just message me like, Hey, we're friends in some past lifetime. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I don't even know how that happened. I don't even remember them, but they, they do message me. Yeah. That's, that's, 
that's very true. <laughs> so it sounds like um, it was a slow start in terms of freelancing. You really didn't have much of a background in graphic design, but you kind of picked it up along the way. And then was all of your work graphic design prior to shifting to coaching or did you pick up other concepts, you know, or other um, services, I guess? I started as a graphic designer and then I thought that expanding my services would make me more money. So I learned video editing, I learned website design, I learned sales funnel design. So there are a bunch of stuff that I um, took along the way because I was desperate to make money. So it's like, whatever it is that's available there, I'm going to take it. So that's how I kind of like marketed myself back in the day is like, oh, you should probably expand your services so that a lot of people would come to you needed for your help. But that that wasn't really what I found out. <laughs> so, yeah, there were a couple of skills here and there that I picked up and offered as a service. You, you say back in the day over and over again, like this was like eons ago. This is like yeah. three, this is like three and a half years ago. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I feel like it, it's eons ago. I don't know why, but to this day, I feel like it was a long time ago for some reason. I, I can't I can't justify exactly why that is, but I do feel like I've done so many things. So it's like it does feel like it's long, a long time ago because of the things that I did in order to get to this point. So that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> So there's one thing that you did not mention that you tried that I have, um, you know, dug up through my intense research was that you were a relationship coach. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny because I I tried to um, I'm actually in denial of that very stage in my life because I didn't know it was. So apart from being an author and designing my own book covers, I also was in the point of creating my very first course because I thought at the time I was only 21. It was it's a foolish endeavor. I would like, who would be a relationship coach at 21? Like you're still a puppy at that, that time. So it was funny for me because, um, I didn't, I absolutely didn't know what I was doing. I read a couple of books about relationship, you know, um, five love languages and then attachment theory, you know, all these psychological principles. And it's fun because I know I was super confident. Not a lot of people actually knows that and that it can help their relationship. And I thought to myself, I had a bunch of horrible past relationships before my boyfriend at the time before my fiance. And so I was like, yeah, maybe I have a couple of stuff here and there that I can teach. And at the same time, I was also very desperate for money again. So I thought, yeah, maybe this would be a nice side hustle. So uh, I created my own course. I recorded the video and everything, but because I didn't have an audience to promote it to, it was actually a flop. But I would still say it's a good experience because when I launched my first course or the first batch rather of my current program, which is Create and Rise Academy, it was now easier for me to create sales funnels, easier for me to create video courses. It's like everything else was easy because of that era <laughs> of my life trying to figure things out. <laughs> What's your top love language, by the way? Um, acts of service. 
acts of service. Acts of so, service. and yeah. your your fiance's name is Bo. Is that correct? Yes. And Bo. so, is he good at acts of service, or does he have to kind of work on that a little bit? He's right now. We're not really. I can't. You know, I don't have the measuring tape basically to do that because we're we're in a long distance relationship. But when we were together, he was here for three years. He was very good at it. So every single morning he would give me a cup of coffee or a cup of water because I'm, you know, I'm usually dehydrated. That's how horrible I am taking care of myself. <laughs> and yeah, he, he he would like clean the toilet and I'm like, that's that's really nice. <laughs> so that was um that was one of the things that I liked about him a lot because he knows that my love language is acts of service and he would do the necessary things for for me to get happy. Yeah. Sounds like you've got a winner. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Love at first toilet cleaning. That's true. That is true. I love men that clean the toilet. I don't know why. My dad used to do the same thing for my mom. So I thought that was something that I would, you know, I would want to see in my own home. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So if um, someone's listening, whether they're in the Philippines or in the United States, um, still very similar in terms of the path, my guess is. But if I wanted to start freelancing, how could I get started? Um, I think that the first thing you need to do is really identify your strengths and weaknesses. Um, in that, there are so many people that they don't even know what skill they can offer because a lot of us don't really introspect. So we don't take the time to really think about our strengths and weaknesses. We just like, yeah, I kind of like know how to do that, but I'm not really good at it. But if you're being honest with yourself, you probably have a bunch of skills here and there that you can help people with. And so that's the first thing, sit down and try to introspect on the skills that you are extremely good at or skills that you are good at and you can develop for you to become a master of it. And that's number one. Second is try to collect samples of your work. Um, when you are finding a client, the first thing that they're going to ask you is, do you have samples of your work or do you have testimonials? Because that's how they can find out that you are a legitimate service provider because it's very easy to get scammed on online business, apparently. So they would want to see samples of your work and testimonials of your previous clients. So you might want to do that. And the way you can do that is either you know, you just create samples for yourself or you go out there, find strangers to whom you can work for free. And it's like, yeah, dummy, I'm going to try freelancing because I want to make money. But why are you asking me to work for free? And this is only for five people. So just pick five strangers out there on the Internet, probably your Facebook friends. Just post something on your Facebook account and be like, hey, I'm trying to build my portfolio. Uh, maybe you can help me with this. I'll go, I'm going to make some sort of like service for you in exchange for a testimonial. So five people and then just make sure that you have terms and conditions aligned. So when you're doing terms and conditions, it's like how many revisions is included in that free service uh, up until when are you going to work with this person? What are your working hours? Right. So that the person who's doing whom you're doing the free service for is not just going to randomly say, hey, it's like 
I know it's 12 midnight there, but I really need this. So you have to create some sort of boundaries in these free work. And once you have that already, once you have your samples of your work and your testimonials, it's now easier to go out there and look for clients. And the best way to go, people would say, hey, you should probably sign up to Upwork or freelancer.com or whatever that is. But to me, Facebook groups is the way to go because there are so many people there. You can connect with the client one-on-one. You can you know, get in a call with them and really talk to them. And like with these uh, freelancing sites, it only shows you job posting. You don't even know who you're working with. You're not in control of your pricing. There are so many things that you are not in control of. And so it's best if you just find clients on Facebook groups, not in a way way wherein you're going to go to a group and say, hey, I'm a graphic designer, you should probably get me for your service. So that's also not one way of promoting yourself. It's not the way to go because you should probably provide value first. You can't just ask someone to get you for um, graphic design service if they don't even know, like, and trust you. So you have to at least help them first, help them with whatever you can. If there are questions in the group about a specific topic, that is in line with your strengths, then you can answer those questions and then you can start conversing with them. So that's how you build genuine relationships. And these relationships can can or cannot turn, may or may not turn into clients and that's okay, right? Because if that person is not going to turn into client, then most likely that person knows someone who might get you a client or who could be your client. So there's a lot of possibilities just by building genuine relationships with, with these people. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. And then the rest is something that you can figure out by yourself. <laughs> Usually it's just more of like psychology and emotional de- development from then on forward. But that's basically the formula of mm-hmm. getting started in freelancing. And in the create and rise Academy, I assume that those are individuals who are in the Philippines primarily, I would assume. And Mm -hmm. are they looking to get clients outside of the Philippines or both inside and outside? Both basically. So there are local clients here. There are still businesses that are, um, yeah, there are businesses that are needing freelancers help. So I have students that are getting clients locally. And then a lot of them, I would say like 90% of them actually gets clients from Facebook groups and are usually foreign nationals. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, as you think about that, the whole, you talked about personal development and I know that you are a big um, reader of personal development and like you, you seem to be an avid reader. I don't know. Is that, am I making this up? No, <laughs> I do. I do love books. I have books like over here, like a pile of books right there. <laughs> and so how did you get into personal development? Was that something that you grew up with, that that was part of your family life? Or was that new for you when you moved out? Extremely new. The very first book that I've ever read about personal development was when I quit my kindergarten, te- kindergarten teaching job. And that changed my life forever. because. At that point, it was it was just I was trying to to get out of the the job, and there's this thing that I needed to comply. It's like a book report, and I was like, oh, okay, book report. I used to only read fiction, and so I thought 
I thought I was trying to be smart here when I saw when I told myself that I'm going to go with nonfiction and like make a book report about this because it's easier to go through and all. So I I came across Austin Kleon's Show Your Work. And I rented it from the library to get that book report done for kind of like a week. And while I was waiting for my 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 bus um, going home, that's when kind of like I, I read the page that said, um, you should put your work out there regardless if no one's going to watch it, no one's going to like it, no one's going to engage with it. Just put it out there because your audience is going to be ready soon right? Like you just need to wait for your audience to be ready, but you need to put your work already in advance so that when they're ready, then they can start engaging with it. That was his concept. And that was, that was when it changed my life because at that point in my life, I really wanted to be an author, but I was so scared because, you know, like what if, what if no one's going to read it and whatnot, but that was my go-to signal. I kind of like considered it as a sign and that just motivated me to quit my job. <laughs> so reading that page was was the best thing that happened to me. And ever since then, um, I, I started reading more books about personal development. So kind of like stopped reading fiction and then went into nonfiction because of that book that changed my life. So um, yeah, I started buying books and yeah, physical ones. And then ever since then, I got I, I, I read books via recommendations. And so I asked my fiance, who's also a big, like between me and him, he's more of a reader than I am. <laughs> so uh, I asked him like, what are the books that you can recommend with me? Especially the time when I was crying and bawling my eyes out because I was guilting myself myself and becoming a, a horrible daughter. I asked him like, what are the things that you would want me to read because I'm going to read them right now, because right now I don't really have, you know, anything to cling to. I don't have any kind of like faith or whatnot. So there's that. That's, that's how my, um, my love for books came about. Mm. Was faith a part of your life um, when you were growing up? And that's something that you kind of transitioned out of, or you said you didn't have a faith, like, help me understand that. So we, I grew up in a very devoted Catholic family, but when everything happened, for example, when um, one of the things that happened to me was when I was delayed in rent, I, I didn't really say that I chose not to have faith. It was, it was kind of like, I was so focused on making money that I, I forgot to, you know, um, develop that faith and me continuously so it kind of like randomly forgot because I was too busy and that was also the time where I was so confused because the the school that I was working with back in the day was a catholic school so we were we were taught to you know teach children these this specific religion apart from the other um, lessons that's out there like english baths and all that so we are supposed to be teaching them that as well. But what I didn't understand was like, why are we supposed to kneel down every 3 p.m.? You know, that kind of like I started questioning it. But I wouldn't say that I, I chose to not have faith. It, it just happened, you know, like slowly but surely kind of like fade away, basically, because of the things that happened in my life. But 
right now, I would say that I have a very strong faith because of also the blessings, you know, like the blessings that has happened in my life. And I, I would say like, it's not just me. <laughs> it's impossible that it's just me. And it, I wouldn't say that it's like 100% my credit because yes, I did a lot of hard work to get to the point where I am right now, but I cannot say that it's, it was just all me. Like there's something that's happening in the background that allowed for all of these to happen because it's, it's crazy. It all happened. My breakthrough happened in a span of one year and a half. Like a lot of people work harder than that to get to the point where I am, but I got it in a, in, in a year and a half. So there must be something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about the Create and Rise Academy. How long is the program? Who is it best fit for? How many people have gone through it? So forth. Um, so far, I have 4,500 students, and um, it's usually for Filipinos. Um, the the lesson in it, the lessons are, I do have foreign um, foreign national students. I do have one from France and couple from yeah other countries because it, the language is in English so it's 90% in English so everyone can actually go through it if they want to um it's it's it has been here for yeah, I, I I started creating rice academy in August 2019 so it's only it's barely a year and it's usually for people who are wanting to properly market themselves as freelancers. So I don't teach specifically the skills that you are to offer to your clients, but I do teach the marketing side of it, which is a common misconception because a lot of people, you know, think that I'm teaching the skills, but no, I'm actually teaching the marketing of it because, um, listening to my story earlier, that's, that's kind of like my mess that I used as a message or the test that I use as a testimony, because it's usually just the marketing of it. The, the skills I kind of like figured out by my, myself mm -hmm. and, you know, a bunch of YouTube tutorials, but it, it, it was really the marketing that changed my life. So I don't naturally, um, yeah, I don't really believe that you need to be extremely good at your skill because when you know how to market yourself, of course, you have to have a balance, right? You have to ensure that you're producing quality service for your clients, but it's usually the marketing that gets you to earn more money. So that's what I teach people. And um, it's a huge problem here in the Philippines because there are a lot of people that are super talented and super hardworking, but they don't know how to market themselves. And so I saw that as a need and created a course um, for it because that was also my struggle back in the day. And how long is the course? Um, the course is actually a self-paced program. So it's it consists of seven modules and each module has 13 videos. So 13 videos, it's, it's a bunch of hours. I can't even calculate it in my head, but each video is uh, 15 to 20 minutes. So it's a bunch of videos, just a bunch of video libraries, and you can go in, even if it's 3 a.m. in the morning, you can just simply log in because it's all self-paced. Um, and yeah, it's up to you if you want to finish it in one go or, <laughs> or if you want to take your time in doing so. That's awesome. Good, good. Um, man, Demi, I'm just so impressed with what you've done. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing, you know, the ups, downs and twists and turns because it's, uh, you know, people 
I mean, a year and a half is kind of an overnight success, but it's not just a year and a half, right? You did all the work ahead of that of mm. learning and growing and being ready emotionally and, and mentally. Um, so just very impressed by what you're doing and your heart to help others. Cause that's really what I see you doing. Like you're just wanting to help others be able to be as successful as you um, were. So very beautiful. Um, best place Thank for you. people to connect, create and rise academy.com. Yes. Um, so the best place for people to connect with me is the Facebook page, which is Demi Bernice. So you just search my name and you see there um, my Facebook page. And then um, createandrisecademy.com is where the trainings are at. So uh, if you want to learn there, we have free trainings just for people who, because in the Philippines, not everyone can actually afford the course. So we put out a free training there in createandrisecademy.com. And it's also a test run for people to see if they can relate with my teaching and my message and you know, just me as a person before they even decide to join Create and Rest. Awesome. We'll have all those links in the show notes, of course. So Demi, thanks so much for taking the time to hang. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Also, I enjoyed this very interview. Thank you. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949 949- 401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.